0: i'm recording my sadness hey at least you can
1: just tank jeff
0: i'm full tanking being middle of the pack where it's like i don't want to give up yet
1: because there's still a chance but at the same time a lot has to break my way
0: it's so true it's so true and this way i can just kind of let go and just enjoy football uh just as long as they don't finish last that's all i care about exactly
1: no you just got to come back around once the the toilet bowl starts
0: truly the only thing that's stopping me from trading eckler is the fear of finishing last (laughs) it's like ugh, i can't do it and then this podcast will have two losers on it (laughs) (laughs) i like when you're the only one it's more fun
2: (laughs) it's probably kind of fun uh looking forward to you know hoarding as many draft picks as possible for next year it's It's kind of exciting
0: yeah this way i can feel less bad about taking kyle pitts in (laughs) the second
2: So if you give yourself two seconds, they can't both be busts, right? (laughs) Oh, just you watch.
0: Just you watch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think your problem is going to be that all the people that are winning right now don't want to trade draft picks.
0: I suppose that's true. I don't know. For Austin Eckler, though, that's the piece that's going to put you over the top. I know. It really will. Yeah. I could picture, like, someone who hasn't won before going all in. Oh, you know who I'm going to milk like a fucking cow is Brian Roach? (laughs) Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, he has, he has clearly no qualms of dishing out all of his picks. Like and two. honestly,
0: Eckler would be worth it. This is also the best team he's had in a while, so I think he mm-hmm. is going to be full tilt, ready to go.
2: Yeah, I can't wait. So He's going to be flinging seconds and thirds around, like, the <laughs> dollar bills at a strip club. <laughs> Sounds kind of hot.
0: <laughs> it does. I'm erect. <laughs> hey, good for you. Um, I'm, What's the... Ahoy, mateys! Welcome no, to
1: the Prohibitions!
0: <laughs> <laughs> cross cross
1: reference. Hear ye, hear ye. Welcome <laughs> to the speakeasy. The flappers are flapping. The booze is flowing. The coppers are miles away because we called in some fake tips and they are on the other side of town. So we are ready to go. People are excited. It's been a month since we've last recorded Well, some of us are more excited than others. What is that supposed Uh, to be? I am your host, Lord Commissioner Well, The person who's interrupting me um, is the person I would assume is less excited to be here. That's Jeff, THE the sweat rag, Kimball.
0: Why wouldn't I be excited about my fantasy prospects down the line? Truly a great day to be alive. nothing. Maybe I I
1: don't don't know how to make you feel better. That one sucks. I'm really I'm happy. T. Higgins number one. Ooh, wide receiver one for a few weeks. Wide receiver one, and Tyler Boyd. Um. Also on the line with me is uh, Dustin. Always wet. Nope. A little moist, but never
0: wet. A little, little, a little wet, moist, but never
2: towelette. A little, a little wet. Always, I think is what it was. Yeah, that's a John Mulaney bit.
1: Oh, I don't think Jeff would know that.
0: Yeah, dude, we've talked about this every time that you
1: yeah. mention your victim. I stopped listening. What
2: were we about? <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I bet I can find that soundbite. I might. I'll drop it in, and then people will have it. Perfect. Perfect. Maybe then I'll remember it. I am damp all the time. I am damp now and I will be damp later. I, like the back of a dolphin, my back. I am, I am slick. I, my, the butt part of my pants is a little damp,
0: a lot. Throw in the feminine hips one while you're at it.
1: <laughs> is this just gonna be bits of John Mulaney? <laughs> uh, sounds like a lot
0: of work. Honestly, probably better than any of our actual fantasy analysis. <laughs> <laughs> at least there's something of merit there.
1: Uh, I don't know. I feel like I was right about James Conner
2: and wrong about Josh. We were Jacobs. actually, I think, pretty good. I think we should re-listen to our first episode. Like after Fuck the track. No. I know like we nailed some <laughs> stuff. Like we said, Cam Akers was a bust. I think.
0: Oh, absolutely. There were some good ones. Every single prediction I made, I'm pretty sure, was completely wrong.
2: <laughs> we had Sky Moore, best rookie.
0: Sky Moore, Brees Hall. Sorry, Joel. You were totally right. I'm a fucking loser, <laughs> idiot. <laughs>
2: Well, in the end, you're kind of right. He's going to get zero points from on it. <laughs> it's not his, it's not
3: <laughs> his fault.
2: <laughs> Priest
0: Hall sucks. His ACLs are so weak.
1: <laughs> well, we've got a long podcast, so I'm glad we wasted 20 minutes of oh. me trying to figure out my mic situation. Um, because the walk around the trade block, uh, I don't know. This is like an avenue block, I would assume. You know, really long. It's going to take a long time to get through. So we might as well get started <clears throat> with the state of the pod. Extra,
3: extra, read all about it. Me and that plate in trouble again. Extra, 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 read all about it.
1: Last time we spoke was what? End of September? Early October? End of September? I think it was like week all three. On. Yeah, week three. Uh, Start of week four. So, since then, we've had 37 downloads from our podcast, getting us to 675. Which, if you know, people don't realize that we wasted a good chunk of time at the beginning, they'll have already downloaded it. We should easily break 700 next time we chat, which is very exciting. Um, A new ED solution had 31 downloads in its first week and is the highest or the most downloads we've had for an episode in the first week.
2: Huh? That's cool. (laughs) And it was only 31 or something. Wow. (laughs) The first week. Good for (laughs) us.
0: That's impressive.
1: All right. Fine.
0: I thought it was impressive. (laughs) Thanks. Did you not? Yeah. Literally just, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I don't, I mean, yeah. We're not advertising this. I'm
1: not putting like Google keywords or Twitter posts out. Why not?
2: Yeah. Don't you have a, a solid Twitter following of like four people? You should definitely be <laughs> playing it on there. Oh my God. Dude, can we start a, a cheap beer
0: podcast Twitter handle and just tweet the most <laughs> like vile shit? Just
2: awful takes. Horrible just takes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like it. That's not bad. See, social media as the new conglomerate. And plus, there's going to be a new owner of Twitter soon, so you never know.
0: <laughs> did you see that sync bit he did today? Ugh, <laughs> <This is> fucking <laughs> killing me. So dumb.
1: <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. Well, Dustin ruined my flow because I was really excited by that. And now, <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <clears throat> I guess not. Didn't mean to bum you God, Dustin, you're such a boner. An, a new ED solution. I guess a lot of people were looking for that. a o. Um, but we do have five comments.
0: Holy which... shit. The
1: first one is by um, a new new listener. Oh, no. Wait, there's a
2: new, this is not five expiring comments? Uh, nope, <laughs> That's what I was four. hoping for. Oh,
1: good, there okay. Are four <laughs> comments.
2: We have one new, oh, I am very excited. Who, who is this going to be? Uh,
1: request from a longtime fan. Please stop releasing these podcasts immediately. Before I get in the car with Kevin for two hours and have ah! to listen to the podcast.
0: Kate! Thanks uh-huh. for the shout out. Hi, Kate. Keep your boys. Hi, Kate. Uh our number one super fan. Kate.
2: Well, you'll be happy to know that this one will probably come out later than expected. Perfect.
1: I really hope that he doesn't have a long car ride to Green Bay or something. He wants to watch that sad team. Just kidding, Kate.
2: Yeah. I think the problem is. I usually release them before the weekend, um, and so they're probably going for their weekend trips. So this time, though, this could be like a Monday or Tuesday release, so we'll
1: see. Oh, wow. So we have to make a lot of predictions about this week
2: and see if they turn out. Yeah, we should. (laughs) So nothing's more fun than listening to freezing cold takes. Like Sky Moore is going to lift off this week. (laughs) Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> to the sky for Skymore. That's kind of your first tweet of the cheap beer of Twitter.
1: <laughs> I like it. I really think I'm going to try and... That sounds fun. Now, do you want the four X comments?
0: I want you to read them all as like one stream of consciousness thought. Okay. Kate! <laughs> I think Kate
1: said it all with her comment, boys. My only note is that they're were three separate mentions of Chicago. Also, can I confirm, can confirm Jose is the cheesecake bet founder. Hold on, one more comment. What was the shriek at 45 minutes and seven seconds?
2: What the what? (laughs) I think Jeff's dog might have shrieked at some point. Uh, Yeah, yeah. That that might be what it's right. He's a little bit of a shrieker.
0: So there you go, Tim. Well there you go. There you go, Tim. A lot of
1: mentions of Chicago, apparently.
2: Yeah, I can't tell if he was offended by that or was happy about. It. <laughs> I think he was just a, just an observation. Just <laughs> hey, here's something I pulled away.
0: Here's my here's here's, the, here's what I gleaned. Well, I mean, I do
1: think it was on his mind a lot because Tim and I spent a good six hours hungover in the Chicago airport waiting for a flight. O'Hare is a good spot, man. Um, yeah, I, it was a nice airport. I liked it. Wish I could have got home sooner, but what are you going to do? All right, that's uh, oh the other the other comment I had in here. We have 81 downloads for the 2022 season. How's that, Dustin? Yeah, Dustin. Bad?
2: I don't He's know. my butthole. It's all arbitrary.
0: Yeah, I'd say it's, it's a lot. Life is arbitrary. We're going to get 100 for the year.
2: Easily. That's Easily. exciting.
1: There are only 12 of us in this league. Now
2: you're speaking my language. Triple digits? Let's go. Triple a little trip dig. Um, All
1: right, now moving on to Cheap Beer Boys Concerns. The The Cheap
0: Beer League boys are a little concerned. The Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. The Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. The Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. To fantasy football and to the weekly podcast. Grab yourself a brew From the discount rack,
1: hope nothing's wrong with the discount rack, hope nothing's wrong with the discount rack,
0: you know how you roll Brandon, from the discount rack, all the guys from the cheap beer league, I mean as cheap as they are, cheap beer boys, cheap, cheap beer boys, cheap beer boys, hope you like the show. Jeff, do you want to start? So, uh, uh, so, initially, my concern was going to be everything, uh, but since, you know, for the spirit of debate, uh, I would like to revisit the Tight End debacle, specifically, my changing of allegiances, <gasps> in that, I think Brandon might be onto something here. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Uh, and this is only because I was so mercilessly <clears throat> burned by my third round pick who shall remain unnamed. Do
1: you have a pit in your stomach about it?
0: (laughs) Shut up, Brandon. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) But essentially the position is a wasteland outside of Kelsey and Andrews with your occasional boomer bust. And while I initially was an advocate for the fun strategy of having to compensate for that, now I say fuck it (laughs) and I hate it.
2: What are your thoughts, boys? I mean I stand by uh defending tight ends. I think I'm running out of reasons to de- <laughs> to, to defend that position. This year I feel like has been particularly atrocious. Like yeah, yeah. You're right. After Andrews and Kelsey, I don't I couldn't name who's number three. Like maybe it's Goddard, I guess, or Ertz. I don't know. They seem to be pretty consistent. Hawkinson, maybe? But Hawkinson puts up, like, one-point weeks every other week, too. It's like he had that 140-burger, but other than that, he's also been yeah, pretty Yeah, that dreadful. was against me. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I wish there was a way to give points for, like, blocking, because that seems to be, like, hey. primarily what they do. <laughs>
1: uh, do you want to know who's third?
2: I guess it was Goddard. I don't know. Jeff? Uh... Oh, my God. Is it Taysom Hill? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, okay. fourth, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh who is
0: it zach Ertz. hey okay that's interesting a good 30
1: points behind mark andrews jesus 85 points through seven weeks
2: god damn it oh am i gonna say it you might be right it's, it might be i i might be interested in another flex spot right Just because I had so many good receivers, and I was like, why can't I just put a receiver in my tight end (laughs) spot instead of starting Gerald Everett, who's going to get eight points on a good day?
0: (laughs) I'm
1: telling you, I'm ahead of my time.
2: Well, I think we put it up to another poll at the end of the season and see if they swing towards your direction, Brandon. Yeah, I mean, I think it is about time
1: we entered the 21st century where we
0: care about points, I thought, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty contradictory of me. Uh, <laughs> I have no defense. Uh, I'm a shell of a man. <laughs>
1: Questioning everything.
0: Haunted by the ghost of what could have been. So let's see. 85 points by Zach
1: Ertz would make him wide receiver 25. Wow. So.
2: So here's my other thought. If we if we're having that discussion, I know people kind of like like kickers as like like a funny thing, but like, do we really like? When can we start talking about adding another flex spot instead of a kicker?
1: I thought you were going to say, "When can we talk about adding another kicker spot to the, the roster?" Oh, no, actually, though, no,
2: I'm just sick of our because we have so many like within five point games now, like matchups. I'm I, I'm so sick of a twelve point kicker being the reason that someone wins versus someone who got negative two because they missed an extra point. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Anyway, I would just throw that in the mix. If we're going right. to toss out tight ends, I would put kickers up there as well as garbage position. Because
1: kickers have funnier outcomes in my mind. Tight ends are just sad. Like, it, it's hilarious to me when a kicker finishes with negative three points because he missed an extra point. And that's it's all hilarious
2: until you lose because of that by three points. Then it's just a nightmare. Yeah, I guess. I
1: don't know. I think it's funny.
0: Can our lineups just be all flex spots? <laughs> Ultra flex. Uh, s- starting all quarterbacks. <laughs> Hunting down quarterbacks. <laughs> Honestly,
2: you would probably do pretty terrible if you did. <laughs> I've got Stafford and Brady and Goff. You're all fucked.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about the end of an era. Oh, it really is. I mean, he's
1: you just hit Godwin for a 44-yarder, so that's five points for Sean. I hate that.
2: It's on the trade block too.
1: Hate that. And the fact that it didn't look like Gus was in, it was just Kenyon Drake. Really excited about that. Um,
2: yeah. Did you see that they just got the ball at like the 10 yard line and kicked a field goal? Yeah. So fun. I love having Lamar right now. It's really, really a joy. Asshole. Asshole. Um, But I agree, Jeff. I
1: think it's another good discussion. And I think it leads into mine. Um, So I'm going to go. Because I, uh, before this conversation, was concerned that we had reached peak fantasy. Um, I just feel like after the three trades in a day, in a random week, not trade deadline, it's week seven. A lot of the random trades that are happening, that we have hit what I had always hoped that our league would be which was full of trades active people close games we've had three games decided by like one and a half points this year which is incredible a lot of points um, the only things I felt like we're missing was getting rid of tight end and potentially changing to uh, the the bidding the fab um, but even those are just kind of like things I'd you know pushing the boundaries that I'm interested in but I just feel like this year has been everything I would have wanted in a fantasy league. I'm not saying that my team is doing everything that I wanted, but I just feel like it's been an incredibly fun fantasy
0: year. Well, you said it yourself, buddy. It's not peak because there's still areas to grow. So mm. you keep your head up and your smile bright because <laughs> things in the future are looking promising. Can you be my manager? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Brandon, I have a question. Yeah. Is eighty four points the lowest score to ever win? Because that's what Kevin had last week. No, and he won. I
1: mean, not from like back in the early days. I, I think at some point you have to we have to realize that like it's like football from like the seventies when you could just lay people out and you would win games ten to seven all the time. Which honestly, we're getting back to if you've watched the the Broncos at all.
0: But, <laughs> um, do you think if uh, Russell Wilson doesn't have high knees on the airplane, they'll actually get some passing <laughs> offense? Can you imagine? I just like, can't imagine. His his villain turn has been incredible this year. Like, he was always a weirdo, but now he's full-on fucking psychopath.
2: <laughs> I, t- I told Brandon this last night, but uh, my favorite tweet about Russell Wilson was, uh, if you've never worked with a Russell Wilson, then you are the Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> it's so <laughs> I think true. Is- just so accurate. <laughs> he is so fucking cringy, and no one wants to be It's crazy.
1: Ugh, God. um The lowest scoring winner ever was in 2017. I hope it was me. Tim poon <laughs> the <beat> tiny hands. <laughs> <Hinn. It's
3: a, laughs> Tim. <laughs>
0: That's the best name. Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> it's the most Tim name ever, too.
1: So good. <laughs> Uh, Beat Tiny Hands, Tall Towers, 72 to 64. Wow, that sucks. Uh, But no, it is funny looking at this um, because he also had, Joel also, that team in 2017, lost to Staniel Dern, 72 to 57 in Week 10.
0: (laughs) Oh my God, what was in the air that year?
1: Um, Yeah, it wasn't a great year. But yeah, all of the lowest scoring winners are from 2015 or 2017. So, sweet come a long way from teams winning with 70 points, but from peak fantasy football to not peak NFL.
2: <laughs> I'm concerned that there might not be any good football teams besides the Bills, Chiefs and the Eagles because after that you've got like the Giants who are what 5 and 1, 6 and 1. You've got the Cowboys who are up there and I don't know who else that just the Ravens look shitty. The Bucks are trash. The Rams look like a shell of themselves. I don't know, guys. What do you think? The Seahawks look like a top five team. And I thought they were going to be a bottom five team. (laughs) Are there any good teams anymore? Or is it just the Bills, Chiefs and the Eagles? What do you think? You know, I think this is
0: actually a really fascinating conversation that can spur a lot of intriguing debate. Uh, So I'll get started. I agree. (laughs) I (laughs) agree.
3: Okay,
1: Brandon. Um, I mean, my favorite thing that I learned this week was if the Ravens win tonight and the Raiders beat, um, who are they playing New Orleans? Then Carol- and Carolina wins. The Panthers will be in sole possession <laughs> of first place. That's so funny. And the, South.
0: and the Seahawks are atop their division too, right?
1: Yeah. It's
0: fucking crazy. Fucking yeah. crazy. Bring on the chaos. I'm all about it.
1: I don't know. I don't know if I'm all about it. It's so mediocre. There aren't like I've watched a lot of fun college football this year. I feel like most NFL games are just like really like they're funny, but they're not fun. Like watching the Denver like <laughs> continuously fail is funny,
0: but it's not fun to watch. It's not good football. No. Yeah. It's, it's every different. Thursday night game is the worst game I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't
1: like it. I like when there's like six or seven really good teams and a bunch of terrible ones. I think it makes it more interesting.
2: I just feel like there's going to be a lot of nine and seven, eight and eight teams making it to the playoffs this year. And I don't know. Hey, don't forget the extra game, buddy. Oh, I'm sorry. Nine and eight and eight. There you and go. nine
0: go. Don't forget. Yeah. Nine and eight. Oh, the amount of nine and eight and eight, and nine teams is going to be disgusting. It's going to be <laughs> so gross. <laughs>
1: Like three NFC East teams have to make it, right?
2: Uh, maybe. Definitely at least two. It's crazy. I thought that
1: division would be terrible.
2: The Giants can't keep this up, right? Like, at some point the bottom's gonna fall off. Like, I don't know. I feel like they're getting lucky a lot, and at some point the luck's gonna run out. Yeah, no. we'll see. And it's a long season. I do anticipate
0: we'll see a lot of things kind of course correcting and teams ending up more or less where they should be, but I think it's fun when teams are exceeding or far falling below expectations. It's entertaining, man. It's just fun when things are different and unexpected.
2: Plus, a lot of people are losing a lot of money on bets, which is always funny. That
0: is great. <laughs> I'm not.
2: Oh, <laughs> you can't lose money
0: if you don't yeah, bet. Are you betting all the unders? Is that why?
1: Yeah. And most of the underdogs because there are no good teams. So
0: yeah. Brandon, every week, bet the under on Ben Simmons points. <laughs> you will be loaded.
1: Uh, that's pretty good.
0: Uh, no, for the most part, I bet,
1: I bet the unders on Denver Bronco games because have you seen that offense? There you go. <laughs> Smart. Um, okay, so those are our concerns. Now we get to walk around the trade block, which, oh boy. Uh, there, I got this wrong. There are actually nine trades to go through, um, involving one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I think eleven of us.
2: Is that right? Everyone except Joel has traded. I
1: think. Am I? Oh, and Nick.
2: So it must be ten. I'm surprised Nick's not in the
0: fold. And Joel.
1: And Joel. Joel's usually the most busy. Oh, Sean's not in here. So I'm, wow. I don't know what I'm counting, but (laughs) we're down to
2: nine. You've successfully counted to 11, so congratulations. (laughs) Watching your communications
0: major do math in real time is fucking agonizing.
2: (laughs) All right. I was about to say, Jeff, I
0: really appreciated you earlier about
1: me dreaming big and shooting high, and now you drag me down. Don't don't appreciate that. I'm
0: not dragging you down. I'm dragging the major down. (laughs) <laughs> Which, rightfully so. That's all of us. I think we have to talk
1: about Dustin's first. Yeah. I think it's the biggest one. The
2: blockbuster.
1: the blockbuster. The blockbuster. Uh Dustin gets Jonathan Taylor and Alan Robinson, who he spent, I'm pretty sure, the f- recap, talking about how terrible he was going to be. Mm-hmm. And Dan gets James Conner, C.D. Lamb, and a seventh rounder. Mm. Uh,
0: You know... Uh, I, I think this is compelling stuff. (laughs) Everything we talked about with Alan Robinson last time, I still think stands true. It's basically just like, what were you willing to give up to get Jonathan Taylor and the flim flam of Dan's team? (laughs) It blows to lose CD lamb. I would assume so. I've never had him on my team, but he looked like a ton of fun. But I think the only real reservation I have, you know, actually, I don't know if I have any reservations. I think you did a good job here, Dustin. The seventh round pick will be interesting to see how that pans out next year. Uh, and it just depends. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, his rookie year, had uh, uh, has proven that he's a very much a late bloomer. So this could be something that really works in your favor. Uh, but then you still have Allen Robinson on your team. And do you really want to live with that? I don't know. But overall, I think you won out on this one, buddy. So good job.
1: I don't know if he won out. I think it's pretty even, Ooh. Um, especially with James Conner coming back, I think. Dan will play Connor and Pollard, who now doesn't have Zeke. It's not that bad. CD is wide receiver fourteen right now, so just under wide receiver one, top tier wide receiver two, and a seventh rounder. Who knows what we're gonna get from Jonathan Taylor the rest of the year? I like. I keep waiting for him to break out, but it hasn't happened. And I'm scrolling and scrolling, and I don't see him.
0: He is below Michael Carter and above Jeff Wilson right now. Yeah, but Colts have a new quarterback. That's going to galvanize the system. So I don't know if it will.
2: That's kind of, yeah, Jeff, That's you nailed it. That's kind of what I was thinking. I think two, the two things you said, that Taylor is a late bloomer, just like Derrick Henry is often a late bloomer. I think these uh, ground pound running backs, like these workhorses really get going in the second half of the year. And so basically, uh, last week, Jeff, you know this, I was kind of scrambling to dish out at least one of my stud receivers and try to get a better RB2 because I had five like very startable receivers at the time before Mike Williams got hurt. It was, you know, DeAndre Hopkins came back, looks great, like looks like a straight-up wide receiver one, I think. Yeah, he did. Especially with Marquise Brown out. I think he's just going to get 10 targets a week, no problem. Uh, then CeeDee Lamb. Gabe Davis, Chris Olave, who I'm obviously obsessed with, and Mike Williams. And so that was just like burning points on my bench. Like, I'm just, I'm leaving Olave, who's getting 15 to 20 a week, not getting those points. Gabe Davis, potential to get 30, not getting those points. But meanwhile, I'm starting Brian Robinson. And I just don't, as much as I love the guy, I'm not really trying to start a commander who got shot <laughs> twice in the leg week in and week out as my RV two? It's it doesn't breed a lot of confidence. And so I reached out to Jeff and I looked, well, I looked at the standings and I was like, all right, who's at the bottom? Who's got a good running back? Oh, you know exactly what it means. So I was like, all right, I reached out to Jeff, maybe Cordero Patterson, when he gets back, maybe I'm interested in him. But of course, Dan has Jonathan Taylor and I really tried to get him, but he was being unreasonable. Uh last week, kind of just like wanted CD Lamb and DeAndre Hopkins for him. I was like, all right, let's Wow. Yeah. So it wasn't <laughs> we weren't getting anywhere. So that kind of fell apart. But then this week he put him on the trade block and I was like, all right, I gotta get in here because if I don't do something now, someone else is gonna get him. Um and so then I just sent him uh Connor and CD and a tenth rounder, and he came back with a sixth rounder. And so then I responded with an 8th rounder, and he came back with a 7th, and I was like, all right, whatever. We did the dance, and we settled on... 7th is probably as low as I was willing to go. I didn't want to do six. I feel like seven is the first round where you're not drafting a starter, maybe. You're kind of throwing a dart, potential flex person, or a high upside guy. And I'm probably going to keep Olave for an 8th. So I feel like I'll kind of know by the 7th round what my team is, and I'm confident enough in my drafting skills to just say, eh, we'll figure it out after that. So... I'm trying to win this year. I think I got a good shot. Starting Saquon and Jonathan Taylor. I don't know. It feels pretty scary to me. So that's where I'm at.
1: I mean, it is pretty scary.
2: I will give you that. Also, I just really didn't like rooting for CD Lamb. He's a cowboy. I hate the Cowboys and the amount of drops that man produces. It's just shocking.
1: It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I think um, I'm not saying that. I think he Dan got the better end. I think it's actually pretty fair. Yeah. To be honest. I, I just I feel like grading out Jonathan Taylor the rest of the year is gonna to be tough. Like I just don't know what we're gonna get.
2: I think he can't be any worse, right? And that's my thought. So I think he's at worst <laughs> gonna get the 50 in a week, which is like a great RV2. And the last thing I'll say with A-rob, yeah, I hate him and I think he's trash. However, again, don't think he can be any worse. They don't really have any weapons after Cooper <laughs> Cup and Tyler Higby. It's like he's the guy. They don't even have Cam Akers anymore, really. Like, it's like I don't know. At some point, I think the team that won the Super Bowl last year is going to find a way to get their second-best receiver involved. So, And he showed that before the bye week. He had a good week, so just hoping for more of that. And I probably won't have to start him except for a bye week filler occasionally. So, Or if someone gets injured. Yeah, that's fair. And hoping Mike Williams comes back in time for the playoffs. Please.
1: <laughs> hey, I mean, at, at some point, you can try trading for Jamar Chase. <laughs>
0: Maybe. For the playoff, playoff run. Why? <laughs> I'm not trading him, he's my keeper.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. I forgot.
0: What if you had Chris
1: Olave though?
2: <laughs> no. I mean, what no if... one's getting Chris Olave. That's that's my future right there. That's the next three years. Wow. Wow, that's pretty that's pretty good.
1: That's what I thought with Jaguar James, and now he's a jet, so here we are. Um Saddest trade award goes to uh Dan for getting Rashad Penny and then that. Oh. forgetting to start him or falling asleep instead of starting him winning the week anyways. And then Rashad Penny getting hurt and being done for the year. Um, I think is a pretty hilarious summarization of giving up DJ Moore.
2: I do want to shout out Dan though, for actively trading this year.
1: Yeah. He's got two trades in here. Yeah. Proud of you, buddy. Uh, Jeff, do you want to talk about any one of your four trades that you have here? Not really.
3: <laughs> Can I
2: ask Jeff about the one that really confused me? Why did you trade Moster in a tenth rounder for Kirk Cousins? I gotta know.
0: Well, Moster was never cracking my uh my starting lineup. I mean, now he probably would, but hindsight's a real bitch. Um, I really needed a quarterback. I really like Kirk Cousins. Somehow, what you do? Uh, yeah, it's mainly the Jesus stuff that does it for me. Um, <laughs> And then... The
1: whiskey's really
0: hitting Jeff right now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm enjoying some Jim Beam as my uh, depression mode hits in. But we've all bartered with Kevin in the past. This is something we're all familiar with. Right, Kate? You think everything... Oh, (laughs) jeez. You think everything's going fine, and then he uh, puts his arm around your shoulders and whispers in your ear, and the next thing you know, you're giving up a pick in addition, so... Uh, good job, Kevin. I don't really know what else to say beyond that.
2: Brandon, what did you say? You were like, can we appreciate how Kevin turned a kicker into into Mostert and a 10th rounder? Which is straight up what he did. He, yeah, he turned Jake Elliott,
1: who I'm pretty sure is not on a team for Mostert and a 10th rounder. Just
2: kudos, Kevin. Just absolute, well done. absolute manipulation. Beautiful. A lesson in manipulation. Fantastic.
1: That was, I think,
0: I, that's the best
1: I think anyone's done trading this year.
0: Call me back, Kevin. I gave you a 10th rounder. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> um, Kirk Cousins is the 14th best
1: QB right now. Great. So, shouldn't shouldn't be a QB one. But let's see season average, because I do think he was on buy, right? Yep, last week. Last week he was. QB 11, so... He's a bottom tier QB one. I guess that's
2: fair trade. Brandon, you had a couple pretty big trades, I'd say. Want to get into those? Yeah, I like mine. Let's
0: talk about ours.
1: Um, I'm really excited for the AJ Brown experience. I'm very happy to get rid of a Steeler. I just can't seem to find a running back, too. Um, I traded for David Montgomery and Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards has one carry for negative one yards with the first quarter having ended. That's good, right? And David Montgomery is slowly and surely losing more and more snaps to Khalil Herbert. So, um, and A.J. Dillon
2: sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Good analysis, but you're not wrong. So just to recap, you you got rid of Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, Pat Firemuth, and then, in essence, A.J. Dillon was in there somewhere. But Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, Pat friar for A.J. Brown and David Montgomery and Gus Edwards. I think you won that, hands down. Hands down. I think you got a like better that. receiver. I think Montgomery is just as good, if not better, than Najee Harris. And Gus Edwards is a fantastic uh, bi-week fill-in. So. Not so far. <laughs> it's early. you will whiner. Oh, yeah. It's better than A.J. Dillon.
0: That's for damn I, sure. would, yeah, I would I would be like better it. than AJ Dillon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did I had AJ Dillon for like two weeks and it was just so sad. I had to get rid of him. I just appreciate it uh, I do want to shout myself out or pat myself on the back though for I think this is Jose's first trade.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's shocking. In the history of our league. No, that can't be true.
2: It might be. I think it is. He hates trading. But it's funny that. His first trade was to get Pat Firemuth? Okay.
1: (laughs) I mean, technically, Firemuth has more points than um, my guy Tyler Higbee, but I just believe in Tyler.
2: Well, Stafford only throws to white men, so I think you should be okay.
0: Yeah, it's true. Love a good racist.
2: Sometimes he mistakes him for Cooper Cup, and that's where you get most of your points. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No, that's Skaronic. That's who he mistakes for Cooper Cup. Yeah, I almost picked
1: him up with my extra bench spot, but decided against it um Jeff can I ask why you wanted Hunter Renfro
0: uh because I didn't want Robert Woods
1: okay done Moving Ooh, on.
2: I think I believe you had picked or pegged for uh, a potential <laughs> Cooper Cup-ish season in our first pod
0: yeah I thought we had established that most of my <laughs> thoughts and decision-making <laughs> process was poor
2: just reiterating okay
0: we can move on
1: uh, I guess we should do the other big trade, which was Daryl Henderson and Rashad Bateman for uh, Tim Loftus and Valdez Scantling and James the Jet for Brian Roach. Which I think that trade really benefited Tim, right? Chiefs signed a new uh, wide receiver today. James the Jet is, I don't know, I'm
0: probably not going to beat out Michael Carter. I guess
1: he's. Getting the handcuff. Tony
2: can't stay
0: on the field, so I wouldn't be worried about that. Well, now he's healthy, allegedly. That's what he's claiming. Now that he's not a giant anymore.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was pretending to
0: be hurt for a year just to get out of there. Exactly. Fair.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I think that was another. I just feel like a lot of these trades are really fair.
0: I don't have a lot of.
1: There's nothing on here that I'm
0: disgusted by. I think it's a, it's a testament to the growth and the knowledge and the research of our league. And I'm so proud of everyone for bantering and bartering and arguing and countering. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. I think I agree with your earlier point, Brandon. Trades are fun. And it's exciting when you see that little notification from Sleeper and seeing mm-hmm. see how things change. Um, so it's really cool. And keep it up, everyone. Uh, when is the trade deadline? Quick question. Thanksgiving. Oh, good. I have some time to trade Austin Eckler. What? He's on the trade yes, block? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, Jeff,
2: yeah, what's the, what's the going rate? What are, you, uh, what are you looking for? What round Draft pick? capital Ooh. for next year. Sure, sure. But what? I don't know if people are going to give up a second unless you talk to Rochi.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would argue that Eckler was the best first round draft pick, keepers notwithstanding. Uh, I, think, I think that's worth a second or a third and a Ooh. very high value player. Talk to me. You know where to find me.
1: That's fair. Um, Sean also did put Devontae Adams on the block. I am
2: intrigued by that, but can't afford it,
1: probably. No, me neither. Plus I'm also a five hundred team that needs a lot of people to fall apart in front of me. I think you're below five hundred actually.
0: Fuck (laughs) off. I may be I may be a communications major, but I think three and four (laughs) is below five (laughs) hundred. I've lost three (laughs) in a row. I was three and one tied for first Oh man, what happened?
1: <laughs> Ugh. Um, I scored 50 points and then 80 points and then barely broke 100 last week. Love it. It's been rough. Yeah.
2: Brandon's gonna Brandon.
1: I think the only the final thing about the trade block I would just say is uh, we are now waiting on Joel, Nick, and Sean to complete a trade. So if we can get a three teamer from the three of them in there, that would be great.
0: Love that. Any any three teamer that's better than our three teamer to start
2: the year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love our three teamer. Yeah,
1: I bet you. That was, I think, the best trade I made.
2: I love. That Tyler Algier has been on all three of our teams. <laughs> oh, please come back. And a little extra oomph is that you're starting him against me this week, Jeff. So a <laughs> little, little revenge game. <laughs> the revenge game. I'm
0: ready. Hey, he had 10 whole points last week. That's good for an RB1, right? That's good. That's I mean,
1: when Najee Harris is your RB2, it's basically the same thing he's going to get you. Oh,
2: yeah. God. So sad. So sad
1: yeah uh yeah all these trades are way better than the one we talked about last time which was a kicker for a quarterback and just disgusted me so good job everyone sad depression jeff do you want to start us off on the
2: uh
1: update sorry old sport i thought you knew
2: please just uh, i don't know what to say please forgive me it's quite all right i've had so much to drink
0: yes mr Gatsby, sir. chicago I don't uh yeah, the hooch update is there's not enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to shout out a cocktail bar right down the street for me. Um they are expensive, but it was my friend's birthday, so we went there and I had an excellent gin drink. Um, that I thoroughly had like some cucumber bitters in it. <gasps> um it was phenomenal. Top, one of the best drinks I've had. I don't know if it was worth it, but it was definitely delicious. So shout out to them. They don't get their name said because they're not sponsoring us.
0: There you go. I'm sure they'll reach out now and be like, (laughs) oh, shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They got 30 listens in the first week of their
2: podcast being out. (laughs) And they, for some reason, are impressed by that, I guess. (laughs) Uh, I want to shout out. I'll give them the name. City State Brewery, which is uh, my friend Ricky. My friend Ricky in D.C. has started doing uh, tastings for them. And it's pretty oh. good. They have a, a large variety: IPAs, hazy and otherwise, and sours, etc.
1: Ooh, that's Those very are fun. My f- two favorite
0: types of beers: IPAs and hazy IPAs. A hazy IPAs and sours. Ooh, a man of culture, I see. Um, all right, moving
1: on. Dustin presents <gasps> the cheesecake bet update.
0: Over 250 dishes made fresh from scratch every day.
2: The Cheesecake Factory. Okay, and what an update we have for you all today. So, Juju Smith-Schuster versus Babe Davis. Juju has 93 fantasy points, and Babe Dave has 80. However, he did miss one week with an injury, and he also had a bye week. Juju has not had his bye week yet. So, I'd still say pretty much even at this point, but it does look like Juju's got a clearer path ahead at this point, maybe to win. Um, but you never know with the chiefs team, Patty Mahomes likes to spread the ball around. So, and Gabe Davis could put up a 30 burger any week.
1: Yeah. So babe Davis needs 13 points this week. Wait. Yeah. 13, right. And he'll be tied.
2: Oh, cause cause the uh, chiefs are on by this week. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if babe, Dave puts up 13 or more points, he will technically be in the lead. Uh, Moving on to our tight ends bet. Uh, Waller has, I think, I think he played half, maybe one quarter since the last time we potted before he got injured and hasn't (laughs) played since.
3: So, yeah,
2: he has 40 points. Cole Komet, who has played every single game, has 27. (laughs) So, plays, yeah, (laughs) not doing so great. And I thought it'd be fun to have
1: a new challenger
0: entering the (laughs) bet. I did not condone to this. I did not consent.
2: But we, you know, just to keep everything in perspective, I thought why not add the second round uh pick tight end, uh Kyle Pitts to the mix, who, funny enough, is tied with Waller for 40 points.
0: keep things in perspective, why don't you fuck yourself? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh moving on, um, before we let Jeff totally derail us with uh slant um not slander. Um vitriol. Vitriol, thank you. That's You're exactly welcome. the word I was looking for. Let's run through some awards since we last spoke. Uh, our men of the week. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So week four was the Wario Clan Forever. He is our highest scorer this year so far at 185 points. Uh, as a reminder, you are going to need... 197 points to break into the top five highest scoring weeks of all time. Um, You will pass Coitus Martin week four of 2018. So 197 points is needed to break the top five. The highest score of all time is Aliens to Oranges week five, 2019 with 216 points. Last year, swab the anus week five, 2021, 202 points, third all time. So... Not bad. Not A bad, guys. little positivity for you, Jeff. Thanks. I could use it. Mm. I figured. Um, <laughs> week five, the Edmonton Windmills won his second uh, man of the week at 165. The Washington Charmanders had 142 in week seven. Nope, week six. Nectar Sleep Mattresses had 160 uh, in week seven. Deadass last from these last four weeks. The Edmonton Windmills had 100 points. The Ant Eco Terrorists had 59. (laughs) (laughs) Two points away from being one of the worst scoring weeks of all time. 56 will get you on the board. Uh, Tiny Hands Tall Towers in 2017 had 57. So if you get 56, you will be one of the lowest scoring weeks of all time. Very embarrassing considering how many points that we all get these days. Uh, House Starkly <laughs> had 83 points, and then Gronk Smash last week had 72.
2: Oh yeah, so I just feel like I should acknowledge that uh, the Iron Throne has a new person sitting on it. Uh, the Lannisters have passed the crown to House, I'm sorry, the Lannisters passed the crown to House Starkly, which is led by, of course, Lord Saquon, first of his name, King of the Andals and the First Men.
0: Is JT going to get up there if he starts uh, uh, providing for you?
2: Nah, but he's the hand of the king. There you go. Mm, that's fair. What does that make Chris Alave? Uh, fucking the babe, the bastard. What's his name? The, babe? Snow. <laughs> 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 the babe with the power.
1: Um, but anyways, that gets us to everyone's favorite part of this whole podcast. The whole reason that they tune in for 48 minutes of Dustin and I being upbeat about fantasy football and Jeff slowly trying to make us more depressed. Slowly? Well, I mean, you are (laughs) depressed. You trying to make me more depressed to take some time. Um, But the power rankings are here and...
0: Are they ticklish? Are they jigglish? Can they be tricked? Can they be chucked? Which ones will move? Which ones will talk? But more important, which ones can dance? Oh, Who will be Baby of the Year?
1: Thank you. Twelfth has to be still. Gronk Smash. Uh, I don't have anything positive. To talk about his team, I usually try to go, like, one positive, one, like, thing I'm worried about for each team. I I don't know. Um, Zeke's hurt, I guess, so Tony Pollard could be a keeper
0: maybe next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't forget Buffalo defense, too. That's no joke. Is it?
2: They are good.
0: They are good.
1: But are they good in fantasy? Yeah. Yeah.
2: They're like one of the top
0: defenses. Yeah, they are the top defense. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They get double digits like every single week.
0: Yeah. That's going to be his highest scoring performer
2: weekly. (laughs) No, not CeeDee Lamb has joined the team. Let's not forget. Yeah. He's good for a 15er. Oh, yeah. He's really doubling down on the Cowboys. He's got Pollard and Lamb now.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a lot of Cowboys. Who is Josh Reynolds? He's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, the other thing I had on here is only a 7th rounder. Like, you give up the unanimous number one overall pick and you only get a 7th rounder. But I get it. I do feel like he also wasn't trying to like let his team um, totally fall apart, I guess is what I'm trying to say, by getting players back. Like, I feel like he didn't immediately just go into tank mode, which is what I think the kerfuffle was last year with yeah. Coitus and... Nick.
2: Yeah, I don't think he's given up yet, which I respect.
1: Yeah. Um, right now, he is projected 44% chance to beat D's nuts. What would you give his percentage in your mind? 32. Yeah, I feel like it's not <laughs> happening. Um, any Any other thoughts before we move up?
2: I think Dallas Goddard is a good tight end. I said it earlier. I'll say it again. I don't know. I think it's a bright spot. At least he has a good tight end. Only oh God. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I do like Goddard. I think as far as the awful wasteland of tight ends, he's one of the less
2: wastelandy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh
1: my God. I'm th- yeah.
2: actually. I'm wondering if he's ever going to give up on Brady because I would have been long out on him by now.
1: Yeah, but Goff isn't much better. Goff had one point last week.
2: Well, he doesn't need to start Goff. I would have dropped Goff and picked up. I don't know. Literally anyone else, Daniel Jones. I don't know. Someone that runs a little bit.
1: Is Daniel Jones available?
2: Um, I just assumed he was. I don't think so. Damn.
1: Yeah, someone has him.
2: This is actually, it's pretty grim out there. When Lamar's on by, I might be in trouble. Oh, fuck. I just thought about that for Kyler. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy G, welcome to the team.
0: (laughs) Dude, he was serviceable for me last week.
2: There you go. He's a a perfect buy-win filler.
0: He truly is. He truly is. He got me double digits. That's less than I could ask for.
1: (laughs) Well, speaking of less that you could ask for, 11th place is the Roaring Anus. I do just want to say, like, Austin Eckler, I'm sorry for having ever doubted you. um, Because that was just dumb of me. Like, really, really unbelievably dumb.
0: This is how we learn, and this is how we grow. He's really good. He's really good. He doesn't deserve to be on such a shit team. All I want for my little muscle mouse Eckler is to win <laughs> Why games. Why is that not his nickname? Because fucking, well, was it Doug? No, he was the muscle hamster. Doug Martin Doug- oh. was
2: muscle hamster. and Eckler's yeah. pound for pound or something fucking stupid. So almost that super dirty and very,
0: <laughs> very, very, very hot. This is an actual nickname? <laughs> yeah, it's
2: really bad. I learned that on Hard Knocks. Shout out, Sean.
0: You know what's also cool about Eckler is he has like a big fantasy football podcast, and he's leveraging his post-NFL career to like be all about fantasy. Ah,
2: oh, smart.
0: Can we get him on here, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes, and he'd be like, "No, no." <laughs> you don't think he would have any thoughts about the, the politics out in California? Hey, Austin Eckler, how do you feel about this comment from X
1: Ba-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-
3: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, just so the listeners at home don't have to like look it up on their phones Austin Eckler's last four weeks 34.9 points 36.9 points 24.3 points 36.7 points That's he's insane just incredible
0: yeah he's so good I god I wish I could keep him stupid rules um, but no he's fucking nuts man a real benefit to any team looking to go over the edge and put solidify themselves as a championship. Honestly, though. Surety. So. I mean, you should get pretty good capital for that.
3: Yeah,
2: I feel like you could, Jeff, you could pull, like, I don't know, a third and a fourth, maybe? Or if you play your cards right?
0: At the least. At the least.
2: I mean, that's a lot, but.
1: He is the fifth best fantasy football player with quarterbacks included right now. Damn. Damn. it's 21 point more points than Jalen Hurts, who's in sixth. Um, and is only 14 points behind Lamar Jackson.
0: That's insane. So. Especially considering, I mean, even with Lamar being not as great the past couple weeks. But still, for running back to be in the folder, that's pretty nuts.
1: Yeah, he's 23 more points than Stephon Diggs, who's the second best position player
2: in wow. the league damn but on the other end of the spectrum you're starting kyle pitts and taysom hill this week so there's that
0: yeah we're getting weird with it i don't know why i'm not last i feel like that was just such an oversight and so rude to dan to be honest like i'm just throwing some shit out there and see what happens we're just having fun now expectations are gone it is the year of fuck it. so let's just let's just get weird with it guys you won last week okay great that's two of them (laughs) bully yeah,
1: you want to know your other
0: <laughs> win is against? Yeah, you, because you <laughs> fucking blow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Should have known things were going to start to fall apart when I lost to you. <laughs> oh, I don't you know, man. George Pickens, George Pickens is going to be good. He's
2: great, yeah. If you didn't have Chase, I would say he'd be maybe your next bet for a keeper. But Yeah, I like Pickens a lot.
0: Um, I think the Steelers offense is going to look a lot better with their new quarterback. I do too. It's not going to be great, but, but it's going to be better. It's definitely going to be better.
2: Um so Jeff uh you changed your name uh, I love it to Tanking for Wembenyama. I just my question about that is who do you think is like the Wembenyama of football? Like is there a rookie coming up that we cuz it was like Tua one year or whatever and then Burrow or whatever. I don't know, is there someone like that?
0: Dude, no. Honestly, <laughs> like 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 not even be, like not even being funny. If 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 he pans out, he will be one of the greatest players of all time. Like we haven't seen a prospect like this since LeBron, and even this is kind of blowing that out of the water. Although if LeBron had come up in the social media age, I'm sure it would have worked a lot better. But this kid is fucking insane. What he can do at his height, anyway. This is this is this is not a not a basketball podcast. Not a
1: politics (laughs) podcast. Fantasy basketball. It would be so boring. Should
2: Cheap Beer Boys become a whole like brand, and we just start our offshoot fantasy basketball podcast? so down so down
1: i would be out on that one uh it looks like cj stroud is the number one overall pick this gonna be this year quarterback for ohio
2: state yeah no it's not not even close to comparable (laughs) nope no not at all
1: but yeah i mean i don't know i like some of your players that's why i did it i also made this before those trades went through so yeah maybe i would have made gronk smash 11th but yeah that would
0: have been smart sorry dan I had no say in the rankings, uh,
2: Dan, if you're listening.
1: Tom Brady, who hasn't broke 20 points since week five.
2: Yeah, but I do think his team got better after I traded with him.
1: Yeah, I do too. He needed more people on his team. Anyways, number 10, moving up a rank is Pepe's Picks, who last time we lamented um, not understanding how this team was so bad and things did not turn around for him he's still that bad um also jeff the reason gronk smash isn't last is because he has 733 points which is a a cool 30 points less than me who's second worst points
0: okay that is pretty embarrassing get your shit together dan (laughs) jesus christ
1: um but yes pepe's picks uh number 10 also has a lot of cowboys um, it's going to have to do something about Zeke. Probably not playing this week. Uh, looks like it's going to either be Latavius Murray or Jamichael Hasty.
0: Jesus Christ, Murray, please.
1: Should I trade him, David Montgomery?
2: Yeah, maybe. He got. He should trade a receiver for a running back. This is getting kind of ridiculous. I tried to
1: get Wandale Robinson, but he didn't accept my trade fast enough. I was trying to give him AJ Dillon, but uh. <laughs>
2: I said running back, <laughs> not bench
1: piece. Nailed it. I don't know. <laughs> been... <laughs> Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, like, I feel really bad because Brees Hall is the best thing. Brees Hall would have been a second round keeper. Any
0: thoughts? I don't think that's no? worth it. Yeah, that's a little. That's a little steep. Yeah. A little steep. By a little, I mean a lot of steep. I admit, I was very wrong about him but that's
2: still too steep. And he's still a jet.
0: The sun god
1: hasn't really played since he's week back, three. He's back, though.
0: He's full, full, practice, full practice today as of uh, Thursday, October 27th, 2022. That, I mean, that's his keeper,
2: right? It has yeah. to
0: be, yeah. hands down. Oh, without question. But do you think his body is
1: so ripped that it will never stay healthy?
0: <laughs> I, I deal with this every day, <laughs> and the answer is yes. It is medically possible. <laughs> You're
2: in pain right now.
0: Actively. <laughs> I think um, when Cooks gets traded to Green Bay, he's going to be a wide receiver one again. So, And Hayden Hurst got a real big bump with the news today. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> True. But Hurst is going to be a much more intriguing tight end option. I always like Pittman. I'm really curious to see. Uh, what this new Colts offense is going to look like Ugh. as we touched upon with Jonathan Taylor. Can we just talk about the fact that
1: Pittman's last four weeks were 6, 10, 26, and 9? Can you guess which week Joel played me?
0: Oh, was it the week he had 26? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, what a guess. <laughs> Unreal. Nailed it. So dumb. I would
1: have beaten him. So <laughs> stupid. Ugh. I guess he's stupid.
0: Um... Hey, do you guys want to talk about something else?
1: <laughs> No, because everything else is stupid, too. Talk about how the country's going to...
0: Yeah, never mind. Jesus, guys, guys, guys. Wait, hold on. We should talk about boobs. They rock. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin's like, I want to I talk about my team, and then we can do whatever. <laughs> Some of us aren't shitting the bed entirely this year.
1: Any other thoughts on Pepe's picks? I, I still don't know why Brandon Cooks is playing. He's wide receiver 48 right now scored double digits twice in seven weeks, bench him.
2: Yeah, I would play Kirk instead of him. I don't really understand that decision, but maybe he'll change it by Sunday. We'll see.
1: Um, All right, moving up to number nine, the Eco Terrace. Ew. Uh, 58 points uh, really made me sad. I was inconsolable that weekend. I don't even know what we did. And my RB2 is still a black hole, but I love my receivers. I'm a big fan of Waddle, Brown, and Higgins all together. Um, mm-hmm. That's really the core of my team. And then if DeAndre Swift could just stay healthy. Uh, I, I also want to apologize to Kyler Murray because I feel like I've been very harsh on him. Um, and he hasn't really been that bad. It's not his fault. Uh, it is his terrible head coach. Uh, I watched the whole game on Thursday that he played in, and his coach is just
3: awful.
2: Yeah, I loved watching him yell at him, though. That was fantastic.
1: That was fun. (laughs) And you could just see that, like, it was obviously the coach's fault. Like, he didn't say anything. He just took it because he knew it was his fault. And it's just like, oh, my God, what are you going to do?
0: And I love your wide receivers. I think that's such a strong part of your team. Yeah. Uh, You're welcome for A.J. Brown, who's just going to give you so much safety and comfort throughout your weeks. Yep.
2: I do got to ask, what made you start Gus Edwards over Montgomery? I I definitely would have started.
1: Montgomery. I, I just don't... I don't know. I think Dallas's run defense is really good, and I keep reading about how he's losing snaps to Khalil Herbert, and I watched part of the game on Monday, and Herbert looked better. And Montgomery was really just saved by the fact that he got the goal line carry. So if they don't get to the goal line against Dallas, my thought was that the Ravens were more likely to get to the goal line against the Bucks than... The Bears would against Dallas.
2: Well, it's not working
3: out.
1: And that is not <laughs> working out. The The Ravens look terrible.
0: It's the second quarter, you goombas. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet the Ravens to win the first half. So, definitely. Why would you do that? Because they're
1: so good in the first half, usually. <laughs> RB2 is a black hole that I need to figure out now that Eno Benjamin is no longer available. To play because James Conner is back.
2: Do you want Kareem Hunt still, Brandon? I
1: do because I'm hoping he gets traded by Tuesday to somewhere that needs a running back and then he'll be RB1. All right, moving on up to number eight is the Washington Charmanders. Uh, If all of you had noticed, first four rounds or first four tiers of this power rankings did not include either team that gave up second round draft picks. Um, So pretty uh, impressive by both of them. I really don't understand how CEH is an RB1, and I think next year Washington has got to keep Ramondre as a six-rounder.
0: Oh, 100%. I That's just locked in.
2: Yeah. Uh, CEH was an RB1 up until week four. Since then, he's put up six, three, and nine. Uh, so I don't—I <laughs> think we can be done with the CEH RB1 nonsense. But
0: Outside of Kelsey, the Chiefs are the new Patriots, where you can't really rely on any of the position players— it's Kelsey and Mahomes and everyone else is going to be boom or bust depending on who's lucky enough to get whatever attention that week. Uh, but the table scraps. Yeah, precisely. Mondre um, is a fucking beast, though. Like they're really starting to build that offense around him. Sadly, slowly phasing uh, Harris out a little bit. I think um,
2: might get traded. You never know. They should trade him. He's still good. But Mondria is like just another level about be- uh, better than him.
0: And he's catching passes now. Yeah. All, all of the end of that awful, awful game was like, we're down, we're down, what, like 19? All Zappi is doing is checking down to Stevenson. Like, if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about where that ball is going.
2: Yeah, let's not talk about that game too much. <laughs> what game? I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the last thing i needed was vince vaughn fucking talking in my ear with five minutes left on the manning cast i was like i'm turning this shit off i
1: will say i feel like the mannings didn't know how to react to bill burr it was it was cracking me up
2: because he doesn't let them get a word in edgewise which is to be expected but i loved it i was like (laughs) the patriots are sucking ass but i'll listen to bill burr all day long
1: i I love the manning cast i'm a big fan he was
2: also pulling out like stats and names and dates and like specific plays from like the 70s i was like this guy is a Damn genius, man.
1: Yeah. Any other thoughts? Those are my two for the Charmanders.
2: I think you underrated him. I think he's, uh, I really like his team. Obviously, the RB2 spot is tricky uh, because I don't think CEH, like I said, is going to last. But if he does end up trading Devante, I think he could get a really good RB2, which then I think we're, then we're rolling.
1: To be fair, I also didn't realize Zach Ertz was tight end three. So I think you're right. I might've undersold him.
2: I still don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, Zach Ertz has only scored single digits one time. So there you go. Consistent.
1: Yeah, and it was last week. So
2: who knows with um, Hopkins back.
1: Might not happen. Uh, all right, moving on to number seven is D's Nuts. I think it's a really valid question to ask what I wrote here. Can Tua lead a team to a cheap beer championship? Because I would say no. I would say yes.
2: Yeah, I mean, as long as it's not Russell Wilson, why not?
1: <laughs> I really don't think Tua
0: is that good.
2: He doesn't have to be. He has Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. He doesn't have to be that good.
0: Yeah, I think he literally just has to be serviceable and throw to two insane studs. That are so he'll fast. Like,
2: yeah. throw a five-yard dump off to one of them every play, and they'll turn it into 25.
0: He's going to live on yard after catch.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I'm not
1: sold on him. I think he makes too many mistakes. You're just a hater. I am. I don't believe in Tua. But otherwise, I mean, like McCaffrey and Pierce together, I think might be my favorite. Well, well besides you. Yeah. Now I was going to say, say yeah. and
2: JT. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. No, I do love that combo. I think it's great. Damian Pierce is his surefire keeper, I think, at this point. It's got oh, to be.
0: Uh, I was so mad when Kevin swiped him, but God, He's good. He, look, he just looks so good running the
1: ball. Mm-hmm. That's a sixth-round keeper as well. So the sixth round, do we're going to lose Stevenson and Pierce in the sixth round. I fucking hate
0: my life. That's a
2: abolish keepers. <laughs> I love our I love our league now. I love the keepers and the draft trading.
1: I'm telling you, it's peak fantasy. It's so good.
2: I love thinking about next year, this year. Like, I don't know. It's exciting It <laughs> like is. It, it doesn't feel like one season and then the other season. It's all... Uh, It's all mished together. Except for the fact that I
1: can't think of one person I want to keep on my team right now. (laughs) Classic.
2: What about...
0: (laughs) You'll find someone.
1: (laughs) That's what I'm going to be trying to trade for. (laughs) Someone to keep, because I've learned that I can't do that after the season ends, apparently.
2: Well, you can do it on draft day, right? That's
0: what I did.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Imagine how that would have changed the course of the league if that trade went through. Probably not. (gasps) Probably not much, but <laughs> I wouldn't have a stupid... Actually, I still
1: would have had Najee. It would have been worse for me, probably. Um, also, Cortland Sutton,
0: I'm not a believer in. Are you? No.
2: I'm not. I'm just not a believer in the Broncos, so...
0: Yeah, don't do anything related to the Broncos' offense.
1: Well, his last two weeks, he combined for eight points.
2: Ugh. I just...
0: Kevin
1: might should have been lower than this. Actually, that's his, I think
2: I think Sean's team is better than Kevin's person. Yeah,
1: his wide receivers are not good.
0: Also, that's a lot of San Francisco 49ers in that starting lineup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. There's a lot of 49ers. Too many.
2: Do we want to quickly talk about McCaffrey? Like, do you guys think he'll be better on the 49ers?
0: Yes. It's hard to be worse yeah. than than what was going on in Carolina. Like even so, this motherfucker flies into the Bay Area on Friday, and they're like he and they talk to him for a day, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll 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 play you on Sunday." He's gonna be amazing in that offense, amazing.
2: But is he gonna get hurt like in a week because it's Kyle Shanahan's offense and running backs don't survive in San Francisco?
0: No, Debo Debo's gonna get hurt because they're terrified of Christian <laughs> McCaffrey getting hurt. He's already
1: hurt.
2: He's gonna get double hurt.
1: He missed practice today.
2: The other hammies is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I have no
1: hammies. Uh,
2: I really should have got IU
1: from Mike while I had a chance.
0: <sighs> you yeah, dumbass.
1: Um, all right. So I guess the consensus here is we should have switched D's Nuts to number eight and the and Charmanders to number seven. But that leads us to number six, who's actually leading the division, um, the boot... Nope, the speakeasy division. Sixth ranked. Um, Alvin Kamara, I think, is back. Really uh, looked like... You
2: didn't even say his team name. What? You didn't say the name of the team you're ranking.
0: Oh, got the Gotham City Road. <laughs>
2: no, you're right. I didn't say it. <laughs>
0: Brandon, you are not on oh. your game tonight. Yeah, what's uh, going and the, on? And I'm the one drinking whiskey, man. What is going on with you? I feel like Brandon's. Are you watching the game too much? You're like not. I, really Mike, like that? I, I think I am. <laughs> He's scrolling Twitter on his computer. He's like, oh, and so. I was
1: texting Sean while I was trying to talk, Jesus and it did not work.
2: You're like trying to trade, like, dude, push a trade through during the pod.
1: No, I'm just complaining about how I'm going to lose to him already. Oh. But the Gotham City Rogues are sixth. They are leading the speakeasy division. Alvin Kamara is back. Um, Very excited to to see him kind of emerge again. 25, 18, and 17 points. Um, So that's a plus. Um, But my only other note is I personally think that of the teams in our division, Jeffrey, this is the team most likely to fall apart, I think, Wario clan forever and Edmonton windmills are both likely to make the playoffs. Um, And I need this one to fall apart and I don't really like his team. So
2: I think it could happen, but
1: I don't know. He keeps winning.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think you are, you and Nick are fighting for that third spot. It's gonna be interesting. I think if his team gets healthy, he's got the upper hand, but the way (laughs) Nick's teams usually go, that might not happen.
0: Like, I don't think – has Keenan Allen played this year? He might this week. He might this week. We'll see. That's the Michael thing. If Keenan Allen
2: and Mike Thomas come back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think you guys are too hard on Nick's team. Really? Ah, uh, just... he's, he's got the best slot receiver in the league in Jacoby Myers. Uh, Fournette is up to 10 points already in this game. The Kittle resurgence is upon us. Uh, I think his biggest weak spot is Drake London because why would you have a pass catcher <laughs> in the Falcons' offense? I don't what know. Fucking, Jeff. What fucking idiot? <laughs> what stupid brain dead moron would fucking do that? Uh, Fuck. Drake London has not scored
1: double digits since week three.
0: Yeah, so. but that doesn't become an issue if he gets healthy. Uh, I really like Nick's team, and also Daniel Jones, QB one. We all know this to be true. Yeah, there's Daniel this is Jones. Fact. There he is. is, Daniel Jones, coming Danny off a of
2: thirty-one burger in week
0: seven. Oh, a thirty-one burger. Well, he's going to
2: start this week. Wow! So here is a like a legitimate question: If Daniel Jones has a good week this week, does he have to start considering whether to start Herbert or Jones from here on? No, no. You, you just still think Herbert? Yes. Okay. Well,
0: not if Herbert's injured. He looks awful this year. He looks so bad. Yeah, he had twenty-two points last week. So it's because of Austin Eckler. Yeah. It's because of Austin Eckler.
2: He doesn't throw it downfield I anymore. I would die for Kyler to get
1: 22 points. I don't think he's hit 20 <laughs> in four weeks.
2: Neither has Lamar. Oh, Jeff, Duvernay just got a catch. There you go. Wow, so glad. Thank you.
0: <laughs> he's on my bench.
2: And it'll also <laughs> only be the one of two catches he has this whole game. So. <laughs> I'm sorry we should stop shitting yeah, we, we, always,
0: we, we already talked about it. it's not it's not fun when you shit on people who are already wallowing in their own misery yeah, Jeff is definitely not trading you Eckler at all yeah comedy comedy this is a rule of thumb guys Comedy's only funny when you punch up <laughs> punching down is weak comedy it's just sad yeah so, true. so fuck off Dustin mm, sorry fun, it's just because your
2: face is right there so it's just easy <laughs> <laughs> right. so <laughs> that dumb. is fair. I can't
0: blame you for that. That's that's pretty solid.
1: I don't know, guys. I really don't believe in next team. I think it's properly ranked. Moving up to number five, Coitus Martin. Uh, I think we should just talk about how Josh Jacobs is apparently one of the four best running backs in the league. Um, blows my mind. I don't think you I thought he would be
2: better than people thought,
0: but this is crazy. Yeah, who knew in that revamped Raiders offense he'd be the star of the show?
2: And it's a contract year, so he's like playing for the money, and who knows where he'll end up next year, uh, which makes it interesting when Rochu's is deciding if he wants to keep him, which I'm sure he's leaning towards. Uh, mm. It might depend on where he ends up, though. Be interesting. Yep. Well said, Brandon. <laughs> Astute as always. <laughs> I mean, I don't know.
1: I gave my point earlier. Um, I, I I also just appreciate how many. Uh, chiefs he was trying to get I was really disappointed that he wasn't first on the waiver wire to get um Tony I I feel like he's just gotta go all in
2: well yeah I mean uh, it's crazy to say but he doesn't need to he's actually got depth which is shocking and like and it's like what Kevin said in the sleeper chat like Michael Carter just got rocketed up to an RB2 um with Brees Hall's injury and I don't think Jaguar James or sorry, James the Jet is gonna cut in too much into that anytime soon, just cause he's so new. Same. But then yeah, like Kelsey, Mahomes. I mean, his receivers aren't great, but yeah, looking good. Coitus is looking good this year. I'm excited, man. I think he should genuinely trade a draft pick away to just to like get a better receiver. Like he should trade Sean a draft pick for Devontae Adams or something. And then I think he's all set and he's good to go.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: Or, or a draft pick for Kyle Pitts—that'd be—that'd be good. That'd be solid. It's so like a twelfth rounder.
2: What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> you get your tenth rounder back, maybe. Trade me a Big Mac. A
0: <laughs> Big Mac.
2: Jeff, do you remember I tried to? I asked you if, like week two or three if you would trade him, and you said you said no.
0: Well, that's the brutality of Kyle Pitts—is you
2: can't <laughs> trade him.
0: You can't because oh. you know. You know the second you do, mm-hmm. he's going to go off for a tune of 13 points, <laughs> four for 17 with a goal line stand. The
1: amount of sleeper tweets they have about drafting Kyle Pitts, it cracks me up every time I see it.
2: Dude, sleeper's Twitter is
0: fire. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it makes me feel better. I'm not the only fucking biggest bozo on the planet.
2: Yeah, even Field Yates took Kyle
0: Pitts, so you should feel pretty good. Yeah. Took him high too. Thanks, Field. <laughs> Idiot.
1: But yeah, I like the trade. I don't I think I like the
0: trade just from a story standpoint
1: for Coitus. I don't know if it actually like <laughs> helped him all that much, but I just like the fact that he got another chief. It made me happy. Number four is Wario Clan Forever. Uh I still stand by my statement from the last pod that his wide receivers are still not great. Um, I do again. I think this is just like amping up the market for Devontae Adams, but I don't necessarily know if I believe in Scary Terry with the new one. I guess Brandon Ayuk, if what's
0: his name is going to be out, Debo's out. There you go. Just pencil him in. But he's got like all wide receiver twos, yeah. wide receiver two and threes. Like he needs that wide receiver one, but when he's not dropping touchdown passes, Evans always has that ceiling. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: No, Evans is it for sure. But yeah, then it's a yeah. steep drop off another. Yeah. You're right. Brandon, another contender for Devontae Adams. I I, I want to see that happen. I want to see people, you know, have, have an auction.
1: I, I mean, I think Adams has to go, but yeah, I mean, the, his running backs are great. Chubb has been amazing. Um, I really hope they trade Kareem away so that I can have an RB two that like, uh,
2: yeah that's a good question what do you guys think Dalvin would you rather have Dalvin Cook and Nick Chubb or Saquon Barkley and Jonathan Taylor because I think that's actually very close
1: I think I would have yours I would pick yours
2: yeah I'd agree I love Chubb
1: I just yeah I'm not sold on Cook
2: Cook's turned it on kind of like Camaro lately yeah you're right he has and Miles Sanders Jeff we hate to say it, but he's been okay (laughs) Finally,
0: finally, four years. If late. I talked enough, if I talked enough shit, he'd figure it out. That's how I feel about Tyler Lockett.
1: I also just wanted to say that Joe Burrow is now the third overall QB,
0: fourth overall
1: pick, or place in our league. Um,
0: I I think he's going to regress with Chase out.
2: I don't yeah. know, man. Maybe a little bit, but I wow. I was talking to Mike before the draft, and I was like, hey, I don't know if I would keep Burrow. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong! That was a great keeper choice.
1: Eighty-seven points, um, the last two weeks—that's nuts. Thirty-nine and a half, or forty and forty-eight. That's pretty good. So, I I really do think to the point last week, Dustin. Like, Q. Once you get a really good—if you get a really good QB, you are set. Like, if your QB goes off for like, I think at this point you can kind of assume when you have a good QB week, you're going to win. If your QB can get you 40 or 50, like, that's it. So I kind of wonder if Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar, and Mahomes, like, those are first-round picks next year.
2: I think they're definitely second, depending on which name, but definitely second. I don't know about first yet. I don't know if we've reached that level yet. I, but it, I feel like I would. Josh Allen is the only one, I think. Maybe Mahomes at the 12th pick, but I could see Allen going like eight <laughs> or nine.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you look at their... Like, Mahomes and Allen are neck and neck right now.
3: Oh,
2: really? I didn't know Mahomes yeah. was that close. Wow.
1: Yeah, Allen has 213 points and Mahomes has 211.
2: Wow. So, man, maybe. Maybe they're like maybe they are the first two to go after all the stud running backs and top, you know, four wide receivers go or whatever. Maybe they're pick 10 and 11.
1: <laughs> and you don't have to worry about injury as much, I think. True. Like your quarterback like Dak is the one that gets hurt all the time, but these guys like usually for the most part stay healthy so you can pencil in like not having to worry about it and you're going you might get 50 points in a week and just win you the week because of it.
2: That's true. It's way safer.
1: It'll be interesting.
2: Um, but yeah, Joe Burrow,
1: uh, now QB3. Um, just wanted to say that because I know Mike was really unsure, but I feel like it was the right choice. Um, Dustin, I have you ranked power three, house starkly. Um, this was before the trade. I don't know. I feel like I'm still going to keep you there.
2: That's fair. I'd put myself there too. I would put you at two. Oh, ahead of Who? Jose? Oh, ahead of Jose. Interesting. Jose's team is scary, man. He just puts yeah. up consistently so many points. It's like, how do you argue against that?
0: Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. Jose's going to be 12th because anything he does will be nullified because he refuses to do his so punishment. True.
1: So true. Maybe I should have put him last this week.
0: Put him 13th, <laughs> Honorary. I did love the, I looked at Saquon,
1: he had 19.6 points in week five, 19.5 weeks in week six, and 19.5 weeks in, or 19.5 points in week seven. So he's going to get you 19 and a half points every <laughs> week, it looks like.
3: I'll take
0: it. I'll take that every day. Hey, your smile right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You'd be smiling too. You pair that with the number one overall pick, you're probably doing all right.
2: <laughs> That's the hope, man. So true. That's why I traded a seventh. But Lamar, though, Jesus Christ, he has 5.8 points at halftime. Give me a break.
0: That's why they call it halftime. It's half the game.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
1: you're still projected to beat Jeff pretty handedly.
2: If Jeff, if you beat me, I I mean, I will buy you. I would be so. (laughs) If you lose to me starting
0: two Steelers and two tight ends, I think you'll probably (laughs) need to probably retire from fantasy for life.
2: That's fair. Jesus.
3: (laughs)
0: Oh, my God.
1: I would love it so much. I mean, Hopkins is Hopkins and Alave together. Uh, It's just, that's a great duo. I love it.
0: Dude, Alave is so good. What a great pick on your part, man. Thank
2: you. Yeah. I I loved it when I did it and I love it even more now. I don't know why, but I had been hearing a lot of hype about him specifically. I think it was because of the Michael Thomas injury thing. People were like, Everyone just kept saying, like, he's gonna get hurt, he's gonna get hurt, or he already is hurt, whatever. Um, and and then it's like who's number two? And Olave was really the only the only one that was exciting. And so yeah, I love him.
1: Three of six games he had 13 or more targets.
2: You know what's crazy is he's only caught a touchdown two weeks. Like if he can get that number up, yeah, yeah the ceiling gets way higher. Absolutely.
1: And Khalil Herbert, man, everything I've been reading is just like he's going to continue to take over for Monty.
0: So. Bears just run explosive plays for Herbert. Yeah, Monty gets all the traditional up the gut stuff, but yeah. Herbert's the big playmaker.
2: Yeah, and he because he comes in with the fresh legs, he's like faster anyway. But he's not going to get those touchdowns unless he breaks one off. Those are all Monty's.
1: But you are in a tight battle uh, with the number two power rank team here, the Nectar. Sleep mattresses. Um, who have lucked into another keeper? Um, I would say because he can't can't keep Justin Jefferson next year, the number five overall wide receiver.
0: But uh, he Kenneth can Walker. keep AJ. De- oh yeah, Kenneth Walker. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we said the same thing at exactly the same time. Just two brains, simpatico.
1: Uh, no wonder you're so good at fantasy. <laughs> Uh, 33 points Whatever, last week. One... 20 points. I'm just going to steamroll over you. 20 points the week before that. 17 the week before that. Like, that's just a great seventh round. So we might lose Kenneth Walker, Ra- uh, Ramondre and uh, Pierce.
2: Oh, I- and Jacobs too. I would throw Jacob, in the mix so like, Those are all the all the middle round running backs that are typically like the dead zone are <laughs> have all been phenomenal, and none of them are going to be available. That's a bummer. It's crazy. Well, good thing I lost my seventh round pick. I don't have to worry about it.
1: Well, if you use
2: uh, your eighth on a you're going to have back to back
1: years of like no picks
3: to yeah,
2: pick. my peep, break, My middle, middle round. Pee break.
1: <laughs> yep. Um, I also, there was a video uh, that warmed my heart on Twitter. That was uh, all the times that Tyler Lockett just catches the ball and falls down because he doesn't want to get hurt um, and doesn't want to get hit. I loved it. And, Uh, Jeff, I feel like it was what you were saying about Miles Sanders where I used to hate him, but at this point I yelled at him so much that I saw that video and I was like, that's hilarious. I'm really happy that he does that.
2: It's smart, man. He's only missed like one game in his career, and now we know why. Wide receiver
1: 14, too. So he's a – yeah, his team is just – I don't know if there's anything that he needs to change. Now he's got Muth. He's ready to go.
2: Yeah, I mean, what's lucky, quote-unquote, about it is that, you know, he has two Seahawks. And at the beginning of the year, we, we saw that and we're like, huh, that offense is going to be the worst in the league. It turns out they're a fucking barn burner every week. So you never know, man. Yeah. And if Metcalf is out
1: this week, too, who's he playing?
2: Mike. Oh, it's a Mike. is That might be the matchup of the week. Yeah, that is a
1: great matchup. Any thoughts, Jeff? You haven't said one word.
0: That's not true. About Jose's team. That's also not true. I said it should be number three to Dustin's number two. <laughs> that was when we were talking about Dustin's team. I don't, I don't see the difference. <laughs> that being said, I am very hesitant, and this may just be A.J. Dillon PTSD, but any Packers offense concerns me deeply. Uh, Aaron Jones is obviously the bell cow there, but I'm still scared of that. But other than that, great depth. Like uh, Foreman's going to be the guy in Carolina. I got Hubbard traded to me, but that was just because Kevin slipped something in my drink at the speakeasy. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> Kevin's really working you, huh? Yeah, he usually does. He usually does. You got to like, you got to make him buy you dinner or something.
0: Yeah. But then you'd have to look at me in the light. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I think, I think uh, Jose is very much a top three team. I just think he's three.
2: He does have a lot of Packers, which is weird. Kevin's jealous. (laughs) He is.
1: He's really jealous. I didn't even realize that I gave him the handcuff of A.J. Dillon.
2: Wow. I mean, that's why he did it, I'm assuming. Yeah.
1: Well, make the rich get richer. That's okay. I'm
2: glad I traded for Gus Edwards in
1: his 18 yards. (laughs) Um, All right, that leads us to number one, the Edmund Tim Windmills. Um, where Travis Etienne has now become a w- running back one. He doesn't have any competition, it's just gonna be full on Travis. Oh, uh, there
2: goes another keeper, another keeper running back in the middle oh, of the <laughs> Yeah,
1: because he can't keep digs this time.
2: God damn it. There's gonna be trash. There's gonna be nothing left. Well, no, if
1: he drafted Etienne in the third, that's a second round. You would do oh. in the second round.
0: Mm, no,
2: maybe not. I thought he drafted him in like the fourth or fifth.
0: I would definitely not keep him, mainly because I want there
2: to actually be some draft picks that we can draft.
1: (laughs) (laughs) is the guy keeping Jamar Chase.
2: Yeah, after the first round where everyone, the first nine people pick running backs and then the additional six kept running backs, there's not going to be anything left.
1: No. That's why you got to do what Brian did, which is just go the opposite direction. QB and
0: tight end. (laughs) Yeah, Maybe. I think he was just setting the bar before we even realized it was happening. You're looking at four-time loser, more like four-time winner. <laughs> oh, God.
2: His ego is going to be so stroked after listening to this. No, no. I hate it. At least something's getting stroked.
3: <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> so that depressing. really
0: given up this podcast. I
3: can
1: feel it. <laughs> He's not even here trying to give any insight
0: do I usually like, is that, do do, do people come to this podcast for my like, I feel like the
2: cutting, cutting insight really hard. Well, your energy at least is usually pretty high. This is a, <laughs> this is a stinker. Yeah.
1: It's throwing me off, Jeff. That's what you're affecting the host, which is why I can.
0: It's depressing to me that, that you're so reliant. We're going to have to call Brian
1: up and get him on. <laughs>
2: Yeah, this would have been a good week to have a guest on, because good lord. Yeah, my God. Yeah. It would have been, wouldn't it? <laughs> God damn. All right. Well, what can we Brandon, wrap, wrap this thing up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please, God, please. I'm glad we
1: didn't talk about the best team at all. But here we do. I mean it's we are.
2: Tim barely lost to me by one point without Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. Like his team's fucking great. What what can yeah. you say?
0: Why does he have Greg Dolorich on his team? I was singing his praises in our post-draft
2: pod.
3: <laughs> Wait, really? Yes. <laughs>
0: no, you weren't. Yes. Really? <laughs> I love that guy.
2: I I put in a claim for him. If I didn't get Knox, it was Dulcich. Uh, you missed out, man. Apparently. He's a stud.
1: He has three tight ends on his bench right now. So do I. Or two tight ends and one that's starting.
2: That's how you play the game, my man. Yeah. yeah. Apparently. It's called the tight end carousel.
0: He does realize he can put Najoku on the IR, right? It, but he's not on the IR. He He's out. He doesn't have an IR designation.
1: Out is an IR designation. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Why?
2: <laughs> Jeff's just picking nits at this point.
1: Yeah, he really is. I had a lot of positive things to say about our league, the amount of trades, how exciting it's been. It's just uh, gone by the wayside here.
2: This is going to be a blast to edit. Can't wait to re-listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just not post it? We'll just no! cut it? <laughs> I'll just cut it way down. I'll just cut out any depressive energy and try to keep it moving. Oh,
0: for fuck's sake.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you act like it's a fucking
0: funeral dirge. It feels like it. Um, Any thoughts on
1: Juju Smith-Schuster?
0: He's finally getting the production. I thought he was going to have week one. Yeah, but as we said before, anything in that Kansas City offense, that's not Kelsey or Mahomes, get ready to hit that floor. And by floor, I mean zero. I don't know. They played Call of Duty together. Apparently that got them all on the same page. That worked out well for
1: (laughs) Kyler Murray, didn't it? No one wants to play with him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not
1: Cliff. He's just sniping by himself. Yeah, but okay. No other no other thoughts. We agree Edmund Tim Windmills is in pole position.
2: Uh, what can you say? He's got the best team. He's got the best team. Yeah.
0: And also, I'm so happy it's Tim of all yeah. people. Our most dedicated listener, even though he has to trudge through the turgid filth that is our low energy podcast. <laughs> uh our our number one comment lever. Uh, our number one enthusiast and just overall the glue guy, the Charlie Kelly of our league. So congratulations, Tim. I am rooting for you so hard to win it all. So what would Tim have to give up to get Austin Eckler?
2: I was going to say, if you really wanted to win, you know what the next step is.
0: Well, it would have to be a third round draft pick and then we take a bike ride through Vermont together. (laughs) Oh, I would love that. And then he would have to comment on all the trees that we passed. It would have to be, like, late autumn. We're getting the past peak season. You don't want the tourists. Oh, you do not. No. There's an
1: article in The Globe about um, the Chinese um, Careful. Instagram app and how uh, it took over. And there were so many people up there.
0: I saw that with, um, uh, what is that, Cannon Mountain or whatever that is? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the. That's it. That's not fun, man. Oh, look at you. I'm sure. I'm sure our algorithms in various social medias are overlap consistently. Oh, very aligned, especially with how much we interact on Twitter. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure we're getting fed the same stuff constantly.
1: Uh, same, um, but yeah, that that really does it from a power rankings perspective. Uh, Edmonton Windfields is in pole position here, uh, whereas Gronk Smash is looking likely to be stuck with his second Carolyn, not to be confused with his sister, who is getting married um, in like three days. Oh. So congrats, Wait, Carolyn. I, congrats.
0: I thought I was going to be last. No. You're oh, come cool on.
2: Oh, what? Oh. Uh, don't worry, Jeff. I still have faith in you. I think you'll get last.
0: Thanks, man. I appreciate that. You got to get rid of Austin Eckler. Equi- yeah, and yeah. Then then, and then I'll uh, fulfill my destiny of yeah. being 12th. Well,
2: the next time we record, you better have fully tanked. And be in a better mood. Well, yeah, he will because he'll, he'll be coming in hot with a second and a fourth rounder for next year. So i be no, feeling great. You
0: guys, you guys are so annoying.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but that does
1: it for all of us here. Thanks for listening. As always, uh, rate, comment, subscribe, tell a friend, tell your enemies. Scotty boy, please give us some good energy.
0: Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Ridiculous.
1: Cheap
3: beer, boys. See you on Sunday.